Hey guys, TJ here. This content is not just relevant now, it's always relevant in terms of being able to navigate healthy, sometimes hard conversations. And one of the things that we see come up over and over and over again, whether it's in our private client community or whether it's with our new monthly membership community, and um, that's, where, that's what you're about to listen to is a piece of content that was uploaded into what we call Legacy Academy, our online library that the monthly members are accessing. Um, this piece of content on how to have uh, healthy, sometimes hard conversations is going to help you think about principles that you can apply right now, whether it's with your significant other, whether it's with your, um, your mother, whether it's with your coworker. This is something that we all need to understand in terms of being able to navigate healthy conversations. Now, one of the things that is different about what you're about to hear versus how in other places, you know, how other people might suggest that you approach those healthy and hard conversations is I'm not giving you specific tactics. Okay. We're using a principles based approach. And what that means is we're giving you, uh, if you think about it, it's like the guidelines, right? If you can kind of stay within the playing field, you're free to kind of do whatever, you know, whatever's fair game. Um, but we want to give you the, the boundaries, because the boundaries allow us to understand how to move with structure, but at the same time be able to move freely. And that's really how God designed us to be. He designed us to be able to live with Holy Spirit who can help us move freely, but he also gave us principles and guidelines or boundaries so that we're not just chaotic and all over the place. And um, one of the things that I know people who really want to be healthy, um, but also listen to what God's saying is, they can get so consumed with just trying to follow all these tactics, they forget, you know, to listen to God in the in the conversation. And so my hope is that you'll be able to listen to this clip and actually take away one principle or two principles, even all three, and apply them in a way where you're not spending the entire conversation thinking about yourself, but you're actually, uh, you've kind of set the intention, you've set the tone, you've, you've understood how you're going to approach this, and now it allows you the space to think about somebody else, right? And that's really what's key in any um, healthy conversation is being able to think about somebody else and even what God might be speaking to you uh, about them. That's, that's critical. So that's the intention. Um, if you want to learn more about the monthly membership, look, we'd love to have uh, more people who are benefiting from it. So you can visit tjlovefler.com. We're in the process of getting all of that information up on the site. If you obviously, if you ever have any questions, you can message me directly on IG. You can get in contact with me, with our team, and um, we're happy to get you pointed in the right direction uh, to, to get you whatever information that you need. So uh, thank you so much for being here. If you get value, please share this with a friend, share this with a coworker, share this with your church, share this with whoever, because I can tell you there are many people that need to hear what you're about to listen to. Thanks so much for being here. I appreciate you. Let's talk about how to have healthy, sometimes hard and necessary conversations um, and the principles that you can use to do that well, because I've been seeing there's been a lot of positive feedback to that planner, that tool that we gave you around how to, and if you haven't checked that out, I would do it, um, around how to have these healthy, sometimes hard, but necessary conversations. And, you know, it's funny, as that was released, we've had some, some harder conversations come up uh, just in, as a company, as a team. And so I've actually had to walk the team through how I approach these conversations. And so what happened is as I was kind of walking them through it, they were like, actually, you should share that 
um, with everybody in the membership. You should share that with our clients just in a, in a quick video, a quick training, because this is stuff that, that makes a lot of sense. And so we talked about it. And when we were talking about it, I was saying, Hey, you know, one thing that's really important is to not get overwhelmed by tactics. Like tactics are what you use in like manipulation, you know, and we're not trying to have manipulating conversations or even persuasive conversations when it comes to having hard conversations. What we're trying to do is be healthy and be honest and extend truth with grace. That's it. That's all we're trying to do. And I'm not trying to control somebody's perception of me. I'm trying to be the best version of myself. And in all of that, you know, you have to move away from, from being self-conscious and instead move towards being God conscious. In other words, instead of how does this person perceive me, I can be thinking, what is God doing? And when you're able to operate by principles or guardrails rather than tactics and specific steps, you're able to free up your mind to have the space it needs to operate uh, with maybe a more opportunity for God to highlight things to you, for Holy Spirit to highlight things to you in the middle of those hard conversations. For example, you might be in a hard conversation in a healthy, but sometimes hard conversation that's necessary. And, you know, because you're operating by principles and not waiting for this person to say this word so then you can respond with this thing, because you're operating instead by principles of, for example, facts over feelings or intentions over accusations or honor over manners, because you are just focused on facts, intentions, and honor, you're able to see, because you have space and capacity, you're not using all your energy, you're able to see in the moment, oh my gosh, God's actually highlighting to me that this person, based on their response right now, this person has gone through a lot of pain in this area, and they've actually never had healthy closure, and I might be the first person in their life that they could ever have healthy closure with. And that changes the entire dynamic, because now you're introducing compassion and empathy and when you invite the presence of God into that whole thing, wow, I mean, people, people are changed, you know, and God's kindness leads us to repentance. Repentance is change. <laughs> repentance is change in the way we think, change in the way we behave. And, and so it's really about, about setting ourselves up for success by operating by principles instead of tactics. And that's kind of the foundation for this. So with that, I want to start with the idea of, of introducing facts over feelings. So facts over feelings. What does that mean, TJ? Well, when you get into hard uh, or healthy and sometimes hard but necessary conversations, a lot of times those are hard um, because they're involved with people who you not only care about them, but you care what they think about you. And you care what they think about you naturally because, you know, you want to uphold a good reputation. But that can be actually, that can become unhealthy. Um, sometimes we really can't trust our feelings. In other words, sometimes we make assumptions about what people think about us, and that's not actually true. We're just making that assumption based off of some belief that we have that we've come into agreement to or in agreement with. And so if you're wrapped up in your feelings, you can really kind of get the conversation uh, heading in a direction you don't want to go, which is now he said, she said, your interpretation, my interpretation, uh, my feelings, your feelings. What I what I don't want to do is I don't want to tell you um, your feelings are invalid. In fact, I want to tell you the opposite. Your feelings are valid. Your feelings are valid. So when I say focus on facts, not feelings, I'm not gaslighting you. Gaslighting means 
saying, hey, what you feel isn't important or relevant to this conversation. Um, you're overly sensitive, those types of things. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that when you focus on the facts, you allow uh, the conversation to be steered in a direction where there's mutual common ground of understanding. You can't really dispute facts, right? If somebody said they were going to reply to you in 30 days and they're replying to you in 180, look, the facts are your commitment was this and you did this. And so as a result, the consequence is this because I have to have a boundary. Okay, very simple. We're talking, for example, in a business, um, in a business discussion. But even when it comes to other things, if, if somebody said that they were going to do something and they didn't uphold their word and that has a negative consequence that they're not aware of contributing towards uh, you know, factual ripple effects, across different areas of not just of not just your life, but maybe other people's lives who are being affected. Well, then it's much easier to talk about those factual ripple effects than to talk about, oh, and I was offended. And so you want to stick to facts over feelings because when you talk about offense, now you're talking about people and their healing or lack thereof. And a lot of us are in that healing process. And so these hard and sometimes are healthy and sometimes hard but necessary conversations we want to see these become a part of the healing process. We don't want to uh, stop them from becoming a part of the healing process by just interjecting our offense from things that we actually haven't healed from, right? So by sticking to the facts, you're going to be able to get that forward progress towards, really towards something that's uh, productive for both of you and mutually agreed upon. Um, the second thing in principles is understanding how to focus on intentions over accusations. And here's what I mean by that. When we talk about people's offense, people's offense is manifest, expressed through their accusations. People's offense is manifest or expressed through their accusations. So what does that mean? When somebody is offended about something, it actually may have nothing to do with you, but they might be accusing you because you triggered something in them that they actually haven't gone through healing in. And so what you need to focus on is being very clear upfront about the intention of the conversation. My intention for this conversation is to be healthy and for us to come to an agreeable outcome, mutually agreed upon something that is fair and reasonable for both of us, something that we can both walk away saying, wow, you know what? Even if it's not like I feel amazing, I feel like I'm going to jump over the moon. That was a completely fair and reasonable conversation for both sides. And we're both able to make forward progress and become better people as a result. And if we can set that intention and come to agreement around that, man, that's going to be so helpful and so powerful uh, because we're going to be able to um, walk the same ground, right? And then when people start throwing accusations in the midst of that conversation, come back to the intention. You don't have to address accusations. You don't have to be the person who says, well, let me talk about, you know, the reason you're offended here or the reason that thing happened there. No, 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 we don't actually have to go into all the details of accusations. Instead, we can bring it back to intentions and say, okay, here's, here was our starting point. Here's what we agreed upon. Is this still something we can move forward on together? Okay, great. Here's how we can do this and get back to the facts. Okay. So number three, in terms of principles you can follow in these healthy, sometimes hard conversations 
is focusing on honor over manners. Now, here's a subtle difference, okay? But creating honor is from a place of genuine desire to love your neighbor as yourself versus manners, which are just ritual. And ritual can lack meaning, right? Ritual can lack heart. Like, it's not bad to have manners, but like, it doesn't really include the motivation. When you talk about honor, you're including a motivation to be honoring, to uh, really respect people uh, because you have a genuine desire to love them. And loving people without boundaries is not love. Uh, Honoring people sometimes requires you to communicate healthy boundaries in an honest way. And there's a graceful way to do that uh, in, in sharing or communicating. It doesn't mean that you tell them the hard truth and you don't deliver it with any sort of tact, right? Because I once heard, and this will make a lot of sense to you, I once heard truth without grace are bullets. Truth with grace are seeds. Truth without grace is the hard truth delivered, not honoring. And while it may be accurate in terms of what actually needs to happen, you can really hurt somebody in the process versus truth with grace. It's like a seed, you know, you plant it and whether it grows or not, that's not up to you, but you can plant it, deliver it in a way that kind of um, falls on their heart and you give them the choice to receive it or not, to nurture it or not, versus when you're delivering truth without grace, it's like a bullet. It's like, you don't have a choice, you have to receive this. And there's a way to deliver truth with grace um, in a way that's, that's effective and honoring. And that really starts with having your intentions to respect somebody, to acknowledge them, and to recognize that at the beginning and the end of that conversation, no matter what happens in between, your intention is to really be honoring and to acknowledge, you know, the things that are within your control, for example, that you're responsible for that have contributed to whatever the problem might be while recognizing it's a two-way street. And that's really important. Now, here's the key, okay? With all of these things, there needs to be agreement There needs to be agreement. And if somebody is not going to, and it doesn't always need to be explicit, like are you going to agree to facts, intentions, honor? It doesn't need to be explicit like that. But if if somebody, for example, wants to only talk about feelings and not talk about facts or disregard facts completely, well, then guess what? That conversation is probably not going anywhere. If somebody doesn't have the same intentions, right, guess what? And all they want to do is throw accusations. That conversation is probably not going anywhere for very long. And if somebody doesn't want to honor, right, um, and, and all they want to do is is really accuse you with manners because that happens too, it's like, well, that conversation's really not going anywhere because it's not honoring. And, and so you're not going to be able to leave and move forward in a healthy way together. And that's really key because in order to, to have hard convos that are healthy, you need to be able to come into agreement so that you guys can move forward together, move forward together in a way that's fair and reasonable. And especially if it comes to, 
you know, decisions of what's next. Sometimes it's just, hey, this is what it is. Okay, you acknowledge it, I acknowledge it, great. We're, at least we're on the same page. Other times it's like we need to have a next step. And when it comes to that next step, you want to be fair and reasonable with it. But the only way to be fair and reasonable is to first have agreement in how you're getting there. And so it's really important that you're just attentive to, okay, you know what? We're not staying to the facts here. Uh, we're not aligned in intentions and we definitely are not sharing the desire to honor one another. So maybe, maybe, at least for now, we can reschedule a conversation. Maybe, uh, maybe this conversation actually won't happen. Like maybe they're just not in a place and that's okay. Um, and I actually need to just talk with somebody else and spend time with God, one or the other or both, and really work on kind of freeing myself from this conflict, okay? Because that's really what this is about is, is you want to have people who leave that conflict feeling like they are healthier, which, which is really um, starts with healing. And in healing, you find more freedom. And so you want to have people find more freedom uh, even if it's not necessarily the number one outcome that they desired, um, guess what? Like, it doesn't always look like that. To be healthy, it doesn't always, you don't always get what you want. You know, if I ate uh, Newman's O's, which are like the organic Oreos every day, well, then I wouldn't be able to be healthy. You know, you don't always get what you want to be healthy. And um, you can tell I really like Newman's O's. That's for another story. But But in terms of, uh, having healthy but sometimes hard conversations. Actually, you know what would also help? I didn't put it on here is bring somebody a treat. I don't think that's going to hurt anybody. Um, and you want you want people to walk away, um, honestly, feeling treated well, feeling treated well. So I hope that that's helpful. Remember, this is all about moving away from self-consciousness and more towards God consciousness. Instead of how does this person perceive me, it's more like what can God, what is God doing and what can he be doing? And in order to do that, you got to just stick to some basic principles, allow yourself the space and opportunity to invite God in as you're actually having the interaction back and forth. And I believe you're going to have a lot healthier, hard, sometimes necessary conversations. These are vital for your personal growth, vital for your professional growth, vital for you to actually live a fulfilling life. And I believe this will be a great starting point for you. Leave a comment if you have any questions about this. would love to hear what your thoughts are.